0: What's going on everyone it is another episode of left side heavy the podcast presented by Blue Wires your boy Jevin LeFave, episode 104 and on this episode it's just me and Hayden and we are rocking the usual Stanley Cup playoffs talk about Tampa winning four in a row against New York and just kind of about how New York melted down and just couldn't defeat the champs and this is exactly why we call the champs the champs and then we previewed Colorado versus Tampa we gave our picks Conn Smith selections. And then we talked about Golden State. They're going up 3-2. Back to the Garden. Back to Boston. We kind of talk about that. Steph Curry. How, like, he surprisingly, no three-pointers. It was very interesting. We went over some Live Golf news and the team names and all that. It was absolutely hilarious. And then we did a nice U.S. Open draft. Oh, we also talked about BC Lions. Talk talked a little CFL this episode. Hayden went over the season opener and how fun that was so it was a very very fun episode i really hope you guys enjoy it and i'm really sure you guys will be sure to leave a rating review wherever you guys get your podcast really helps grow the show and i'll let you guys get to it here's episode 104 with me and the (laughs) h-dog (laughs) <laughs> that would happen Yeah I uh, I was just drinking all weekend So I went to a water this time Of course Alright It's episode 104 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast Presented by Blue Wire It's your boy, Jevin LaFave We also got Hayden on the block here How we doing, boy? How we doing? It's
1: fucking good, man It's a yeah? long, long, hard day today
0: Still in your work clothes here?
1: <sighs> I did not want to go all the way home Since I was... Five minutes away from here.
0: Yeah, dude. That's yeah. That's understandable.
1: Pointless as fuck, especially with a gas. It the way gas is right
0: now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know um, how at uh Petro, when you just tap your card, mm-hmm. it'll bring up a uh, authorization price. It'll be like, do you want to change other amount or just do this? Yeah. And sometimes you don't want to like fill up all the way because sometimes you want to chip away at your tank. Of course. And it'll say like $200 authorization because you're not going to get charged that. You're not going to get charged that. It's just a matter of how many you use, how much you use. But um, I was expecting that because I was at the Chevron in Surrey. Mm -hmm. And all it said was lift nozzle. I'm like, okay. How much am I paying? (laughs) $105 later. oh And it wasn't even a full tank. Because I was, I was, six ticks over E, and I'm like, I'm right here, I'm in Surrey.
1: Probably should do it.
0: I'll just do it now before <sighs> I cut it too close. It was still a hundred five dollars. That's fucking. Brutal. Yeah, I was, I was like, all right.
1: <laughs> oh, cool? that is so and, brutal.
0: And with us going up to Squamish this weekend, and I'm driving, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to top up.
1: Yeah. Should make Callie pay for half of it.
0: <laughs> Will do. <Yeah. laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was one hundred percent happening. But yeah. yeah, man. It's uh it's tough times. It's rough times. Yeah. And I'm uh I'm on a crew where he doesn't park at the yard ER five minutes away.
1: He just goes right to Say He just
0: parks his truck at home. Yeah. So I have to drive to site. Yeah, that's Whereas true. when I was, like, with Devin, I could just park at the yard, and it was, like, I was driving five minutes instead of, like, yeah, that's not 45 bad at all. minutes. Yeah, it's was hurting. Could he come pick you up? He It's sometimes, because, like, two sites are, like, right by his place. Oh. Yeah. So it's, like... Trash. Yeah, it's... Like, you know where Kyler lives? Like, where mm-hmm. his... Stephen lives, like, five minutes from there. Oh, great. Yeah. Goody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I'll just... I'll see myself out here, but... No man, sports have been good this the past bit. It's exciting times for sure. Oh, no, um, definitely. Have you been keeping yourself
1: entertained? Oh yeah, thank God that you gave me uh or you let me borrow your Shaw thing because that is a lifesaver of watching things. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It is so hard to find a CFL stream on any sort of thing. And I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, usually, they
0: <laughs> stick to like the four major sports and maybe some like MMA, tennis. Yeah, maybe. But CFL is kind of the outlier. Some some people in the states are like, "What's
2: that?" Yeah, literally, <laughs> like on one of their
1: like TikToks I saw today, I was like, "How do I watch?" And it's like ESPN Plus. It's like, damn, you have to pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not just on your home
0: package or whatever.
2: Yeah,
1: especially since I don't have cable because.
0: I don't need cable. Yeah, <laughs> cables, like I don't mind it, but that's only because my parents pay for it. Exactly, so, like, <laughs> it's you, included in the rent. But like, if I'm to move out, nothing but streams and yeah, Netflix. literally, and
1: maybe Disney.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I'm using Shaden's Disney Plus. Yeah, no, I know it's so funny.
1: <laughs> we're like looking, and we're like at night. We're like, did you watch this without me? No. Who the fuck watched it then? <laughs> and they're like, oh, wait. No, Jeff still is using it. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, there you
0: I'm go. milking that every chance I get. But, uh, yeah, man. Oh, I was in a Soyuz this weekend. Yep. I got in one too many nights. Hello, so, a Bender. Yeah, so I'm taking the week off.
1: Until this weekend.
0: Until this weekend. <laughs> and then rinse and repeat, baby. Hell yeah. But, yeah. Puken no. Rally. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta take a, I gotta take a bit off. Just let my body recover. Mm-hmm. I'm having like nothing but like fruits and vegetables this week at work too. Yeah, because only water. Yeah, because I ate out every single meal. That's I think tough. I spent like close to eight hundred dollars this weekend. Mm. Cause that's like with. Chipping it for gas. Yep. Eating out every meal. Five rounds of golf. Uh, five rounds of golf. And motel. Yeah, that's tough. So it's pricey. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, and when the beers were flowing, man. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to the liquor store. It's like, damn, I'm already
1: 800, 800 bucks deep. What's another yeah. fucking hundred?
0: You but, know. Yeah, seriously. But luckily, God bless with a paycheck right before I, like the there weekend you go. came up. So I'm like... I basically my,
1: got an eight hundred dollar paycheck today. There you my,
0: go. My check-ins account doubled. So I'm like Money. <laughs> time to set off this <laughs> <laughs> time to throw it away. <laughs> if it doubled,
1: well now it's just gonna be uh two thirds time, so there you go. What'd you get up to this weekend? Fucking shit all. Nothing.
0: Um Yeah, nothing. <laughs> just watch sports. Just watch sports. I mean, that is the thing to do right now. Like, one's kind of getting to the end, and then the exciting part of another sport is just beginning. Exactly, and we get to talk about it. It's good times, but uh, so we'll uh, we'll just starting to get into some nitty gritty, and kind of the general area of sports. But we'll kind of bounce around. Um, We'll just start with this: DeChambeau and Patrick Reed. They're off to the live tour the two recent names heading off um rumor has it dechambeau got this roughly the same check as DJ around the 125 to 175 mil and the backlash that like the DMs that some of the players are getting is uh i mean understandably so it's like all like 911 um jesus chari- Christ. like 911 charity funds and survivors and stuff they're like how could you do this like you're basically by doing this you're almost like getting behind an organization that was involved in one of the most horrific accidents in history and I don't want to get too deep into it but I mean like it just yeah it's kind of you're getting into hot water but 90 90- like ninety nine percent of them are just doing it because it's like they're offering me it's guaranteed money, yeah, yeah,
1: no exactly,
0: and but uh, it's like it's almost like laying down on a sword, it's like uh, it's just like the cons like it's like a pro and con type of thing, it's like it's hard to turn down two hundred million dollars that's put in your face, like guaranteed, oh yeah, but also it's like when you understand where what it's been sitting in, it's like damn yeah but you know what everyone has
1: a limit you know everyone has a number you know you'd like to think you know you could never be bought out but yeah. oh you know someone puts a guaranteed check you know right in front of your face and you're a struggling athlete but you know they're willing to offer you let's say eight million dollars you never won a, a major or a, a any sort of prize in your life on the tour it's like well i have a family to feed
0: yeah it's well, <laughs> eight million dollars is guaranteed Well, like we said last episode, Chase Kapka, I never knew he was on tour, and they gave him $6 million. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, I'm never going to make this on the tour, because I'm... Dog water. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I was
1: talking to Duncan about that, too, and I was like, you know, it's crazy. I didn't even know Brooks had a brother, and he's like, yeah, he was on, like, that one uh, video from Good Good, or whatever, where Matt got his hole-in-one on, like, the... uh, the actual pga like event of course and i was like oh my god yeah it was
0: (laughs) i didn't even recognize yeah i didn't even notice yeah no that that was brooks's brother chase yeah oh because i watched that video and i was i didn't even right like that's just how forgettable
1: that he is and yet this guy's getting tossed six million dollars and it's like go chase that money
0: yeah and to the like saudi backed money like the organizations that's basically like paying for everything that's a drop in a drop in the ocean for them. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yo, we just need to feel the players. Yeah, literally. six million dollars come over and they're like, okay, okay. Because <laughs> like Max Homa, he was on foreplay and he was like, there's a year where I only made like eighteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And he's a professional athlete. Yeah, because nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, because nothing's guaranteed. You literally have to win to make your money. But if a guaranteed check is sitting right in front of you it's like okay yeah like charles Schwartzl won the first event first place prize got uh, like almost five million dollars yeah no exactly and and the rbc which was a wicked event by the way um the top five combined to like less than that yeah no it's it's absolutely crazy yeah so i mean like the money is there it's just a matter of like if you're a moral guy, a loyal guy to the PGA, like, are you, what's more important to you, like, a paycheck or your legacy? Because, I mean, it just depends what kind of situation it is and Mm -hmm. what kind of player you are. Like, Rory and JT, I understand them being so loyal to the PGA because they're set for life. Like, they're basically... Yeah, they don't need to win another tour. Yeah, they're going to be making the same amount of money here as they are... I mean, like, in hindsight, they'll be basically doubling it if they go over there, but they don't need the guaranteed paycheck because they're already, like, making a DJ kind of thing a year with, like, sponsorships and stuff. Yeah, because they're so big. Yeah. Yeah, and they're good enough to win on tour where they can win majors and... Win a bunch of tournaments and stuff where they don't really need it, but I mean, if you are buried in the trenches and you're like a hundred twenty fifth, like in the world or something like that, and they're like, "Hey, we'll give you three million dollars." Yeah. Sixth place is nine hundred grand, and it's like. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> yeah. See you over there. Yeah. No. Exactly. So they. I was listening to Overdrive. <laughs> Do you know Overdrive? It's uh, oh, it's it's a really good show. It's on, uh, it's like TSN and stuff like that. They talk about a bunch of, like, basically the top headlines in sports. And then there's, like, kind of banter about it. And they did a, are they a live player or is it a made-up name? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> he, a good one. He said six names and four out of six, they thought it was a made-up name. But they were on tour. And they were probably getting millions of dollars. Jesus Christ. Guaranteed. Yeah. So that just shows you, like, what it is over there. Mm-hmm. And the field is small. It's, like, 48 people every tournament. Yep. It's only three rounds. It's, like, mm-hmm. a team. Team aspect. setting. Yeah. So it's like, Team
1: name's kind of trash. Yeah. Logo's oh, also kind of trash. <laughs>
0: terrible.
1: Crushers. <laughs>
0: Uh, do you know all the names? Ah oh,
1: fuck! Uh, I heard them on Pardon My Take, but yeah. like I don't. I I want to search them up right now. Live tour. Yeah, fuck. Team. I heard names. them, and as they were going through the names, I was like, "I was like, oh, maybe like one
0: or two of these are all right." <laughs> all right. So there's twelve teams for the first live golf event, and they are as followed: Aces. All right, not bad. Cleeks. What the fuck's a clique? <laughs> sounds, <laughs> like, is it, it sounds like, very racist. I'm yeah, I just... was <laughs> like, do I need to be Spanish
2: to yeah. say that one?
0: <laughs> the Crushers. Uh,
1: four out of ten. Fireballs. Okay, they're a drink. The High
0: Flyers, but HY.
1: Yeah, that one, that one didn't make <laughs> sense to me.
0: <laughs> I don't know. The Hybrid? Iron... Yeah, maybe? maybe. Yeah, maybe. The Iron Heads. Yeah, okay. The Majest Sticks. Yeah, and it's like
1: sticks? Yeah. Uh,
0: that's fucking garbage. The Niblicks. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh, that is terrible. Punch? <laughs> Just Punch. Just Punch. <laughs> Just Punch, yeah. Hey, what drinks do you have?
1: We have Punch. <laughs> What's your golf name? Punch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Torque? T-O-R-Q-U-E. It almost sounded like you tried to say twerk, but you said twerk. Twerk. Yeah. yeah. Smash. <laughs> the TikTok trend? The TikTok trend, yeah. yeah. Smash. Sm- oh. <laughs> and Stinger. Yeah, okay. Like, Aces is, like, what? the best one. Aces? I don't mind Ironheads. iron Ironheads. Yeah, Ironheads. I was kind
1: of... Uh, Aces because, like, it actually, like... You know, that's something cool in golf. Yeah. You know, like, not many people have an ace. Yeah. You know, but everyone has a stick. Everyone has an iron head. Everyone has a niblick. <laughs> a click. <clique. laughs>
0: <A clique. laughs> oh, man. Everyone's smashed, yeah, right? Everyone's smashed, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Smashing that credit card on the table. Oh, below is the description of each team name. Aces is likely a reference to a hole-in-one. Okay, obviously. yeah cliques if you didn't know what a clique was you're not alone
2: (laughs) it
1: actually says that
0: the word is primarily scottish and describes a club with an iron head a narrow face a little slope used for shots from a poor lie on the fairway and sometimes for putting so it's it's like like a a chippy club it's like a multi-tool almost it's like that
1: one that my dad has where it literally is angled on both sides it's like
0: yeah it's like for the fringe uh, crushers is likely a reference for those who hit the ball far. Yeah. Actually, Fireballs, the logo for this team is, a uh, Anthropomagorphic See- golf ball on fire. <laughs> See, the one with this one, what is
1: like the, the natural, you know, shot drink that you always take out in a round of golf?
0: Fireball. Fireball. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of. Especially on like a rainy day, you got to keep the body warm. Exactly. And the blood a bit. High Flyers. Here's a team that's a play on words for a High Flyer. Oh, damn it. Damn, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. <laughs> it's a person who has the potential to be successful in something. Meanwhile, HY is the abbreviation for a hybrid club in a golf bag. It Let's does. go. Yeah. I got it right. Knuckles. Snail. Fucking good. Ironheads, Naturally. Majestics. Another play on words, but this one's easier to decipher. Yep. They combined Majestic and Sticks. Niblick. Now, this one. Niblick is defined by the Merriam Webster Dictionary as an iron golf club with a wide, deeply slanted face used for short shots out of the sand. So, a sand wedge is a niblick. (laughs) That's a niblick? Now I know. A widely, deeply slanted face used for short shots out of sand or long grass for short shots. Or for shots where quick loft and little roll is desired. In other words, it's a nine iron?
1: Well, I was going to say that one kind of describes more of like the uh, the chippy tool like, that my dad has around, like the mm. fringe.
0: I would have guessed like a sand wedge. I mean, could be. Sand and long grass. Punch. How many times have we heard an announcer mentioning punching a ball out of the rough? Yeah. But that just means you're Team sucks. Yeah, that just means that you <laughs> fucking drove it that's into me. right field. Yeah. I'm on this team. <laughs> yeah, you sliced the ball yeah, way with, too much. Yeah, with my slice, <laughs> I'm always having to punch out of a tree line. <laughs> torque. Different golf club shafts have different amounts of torque on them. Like yeah. that's so fucking stupid. Smash. Smashing the
1: ball yeah. Yeah.
0: and stinger.
1: See yeah. why didn't they name one of their teams like
0: the shaft? <laughs>
1: Long shafts. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. See? Yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, man. You only get people who are above six inches. Yeah. That's funny.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Those are the team names. And, uh, team cat, uh, guess what team, uh, DJ was the captain for. Oh, fuck.
1: Um, is it like a is it like a decent name or is it like a stupid name?
0: That's I'm not telling you. Oh fuck. Um,
1: high flyers. No. Oh no, he's got to be something where because he hits it long. Smash. No. Fuck. Um. <laughs> don't say he's on like niblick, or Niblet. No. He's not on cleek. Oh, man. Okay, I've given four four solid guesses here. He's on aces. Oh, he's aces? Are you kidding me? How is that not Phil's team? Oh, Phil probably has like a...
0: What's Phil's team? Oh. Cliques. No. Nope. Damn. Um...
1: not aces okay that's us. i'll give you a
0: hint okay what is phil known for
1: okay so he's nibbly right? no because he's
0: flop shots but close just think about it high five no yeah oh really yeah
1: god damn okay
0: i'm just thinking the loft shots yeah the loft
1: yeah extremely lofted shots Yeah. yeah
0: and this one i really hope you get sergio garcia just think about what kind of player he is. Oh
1: man! Can I get another rundown on like the team names here? Then
0: okay, Crushers, Stinger, Ironheads, Torque, Fireballs, High Flyers, Majestics, Smash, Cleeks, Punch, Niblix, Ace is. Oh, and Sergio, Majestics.
1: No, damn it! I suck at this. Um, Stingers? No. God damn it. Okay, who? Fireballs. (sighs) He's a hothead. So. (laughs) I didn't, ah, man. Yeah. God damn it.
0: But, uh, yeah.
1: Terrible at guessing.
0: Holy shit. What? Look at this name. (laughs) What? What?
1: How do you even say that?
0: If the pat parana nana tan nyarata <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the part where you go pirana na 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 na
0: na 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 Pat Burana nana tan
1: Can you like put that into like Google I'll... Translate or some shit and see what it fucking
0: spits like, out? Just uh... Should I put in the full name?
1: No yeah, you know what? Put in the full name.
0: Command C. (laughs) I love it. This is a whole experience right now. It's a speech. Okay, you
1: gotta make sure your mic's close enough to catch this. Um I guess I'll just put in the name here.
0: Um how do I Here, go Google Translate. That's the easiest way. Yeah, okay.
1: English.
2: It's pepperoni, not yara. Um, I, uh,
1: that's that that was kind of uh that was anticlimactic i thought yeah. it was gonna be something better
0: it's yeah damn that's an l
1: uh it looks like a cooler name yeah than what it actually is
0: <laughs> damn some of these names are insane how much are they making? Probably way more than that. He's us. probably making like three <laughs> and a half million dollars. Yeah. Never even heard of the guy in my Ser- life. Seriously, no kidding. But yeah, let's live to our talk. We'll talk about some hockey news. So um, Bruce Cassidy was actually just fired like yesterday from Boston, which was something no one was expecting because of the resume he has with the team. Mm-hmm. But – I mean, Boston just came out and like three of their top four players are getting just got surgery and they're gonna be out for like eight months. McAvoy's out for McAvoy and Marshawn are gonna be out till like at least Christmas. Bergeron's gonna be out for like four months with elbow surgery and Matt Grizzlick is gonna be out for like four to six months as well. So like So it's definitely not Boston's year this year is what you're saying. Yeah, and like David Pasternak came out and also said he's not playing for boston if don sweeney is the g is the general manager which is well also insane but not really when you look at don sweeney's like resume and like his draft misses and signings like he's missed on a ton like if you know matt barzell kyle connor thomas shabbat and besser in 2015 he had back-to-back-to-back draft picks and all those plays were available when he made those back-to-back-to-back picks and That's all three so of those rough. Pl- all two out of those three players ha- haven't played an NHL game and one of them has requested a trade. Ugh. Jake DeBrusk, And he could have had Cal Connor, Matt Barzell, Brock Bess, or Thomas Shabbat. Uh it's yeah. so funny
1: looking back on like certain drafts, you know yeah. of all sports. And you're just like, Wow, this was a complete fucking mess. Yeah. And like, like
0: the- we missed. Yeah, and like the free agency sign signed were like terrible as well. So, like, with that David Pasternak news, it's like, what is Boston going to do? But, I mean, Bruce Cassidy, his resume speaks for itself. He's gone to the Cup Finals, many Eastern Conference Finals. Like, he's made the playoffs, and, like, he's had nothing but success there. But I said Not the best drafter. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't make the drafts. He just is given the teams. But, like, Don Sweeney, a lot of people are saying, like, Don Sweeney should have gone not cassidy not cassidy yeah. but like a lot of people also said like they should have just clean house clean house yeah like, especially everybody should have gone especially if so many people aren't gonna be playing yeah it's almost like a, it's year. almost like a retool year like kind of like a write-off year like bergeron we're not even sure if he's gonna like come back or not he mm-hmm. might retire so boston's in this hole where yeah i like, didn't even
1: actually realize too how long bergeron and Marshawn have been playing yeah. together. They
0: were like rookies when they won the cup in twenty eleven. That's fucking uh, not insane. Bergeron, not, Bergeron, not Bergeron, but, but Marshawn. Yeah, he was like a rookie or second year player when. Yeah,
1: because Bergeron's been in the league like almost twenty years now.
0: I think he was drafted in two thousand three. Three. Yeah. I think it was around there he was drafted, and Marshawn was like two thousand. Yeah, ten whatever the yeah. year was that they yeah, yeah. beat the Canucks. Yeah. So it's crazy, but yeah, Cassidy's out. And, um, people said like a lot of people didn't like playing for him, even despite his success. I heard he was just like kind of very old school, but I mean, Vegas Golden Knights, they hire him, and it kind of makes sense because cassidy has been he's a good coach for a win now team, and that's exactly what Vegas is mm-hmm. like if you're a team where you're like building up, you're still like kind of rebuilding in the rebuilding phase like and you're on the come up, but like you're like Detroit kind of. Like they're rebuilding, but they've kind of left the rebuild and they're just playing They're on an incline now, yeah. playing with house money. Yeah. And um so like those kind of teams you might want like a younger coach, get some experience, you mm, don't have high expectations. Build the team together. That kind of thing. And then when you're in the win now mode, you kinda of want to get a experienced coach, that kind of thing.
1: So what happened? Um Oh god damn it.
0: The Islanders... Barry Trotz? Yeah, what happened to Trotz? I heard he's just taken a long time to make a decision. And Vegas didn't want to wait. Yeah, and they lose went out on, on the sweepstakes. And lose out on potentially both. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, if you're... If you're waiting, if you're gonna just take sign a, this guy. If you're going to take a long time, this guy is just as good, so we'll yeah. go this direction. Okay, then that so, makes sense. And Yeah, it makes sense. Cassidy isn't a bad coach, he just might not be a players coach. So we'll kind of see how he does with the loyalty of the Knights. I'm surprised he, if he'll make it till Christmas. Kind of. Thing. Yeah, fuck honestly. <laughs> yeah, Vegas just turns over n- brand new soil, so it's like your n- your job is never guaranteed. So who knows, but yeah, Cassidy is in for the Knights and I just I expect Knights to have a good season because they got hampered with injuries last year. So they just kind of got to do some cat maneuvering, and they should be in good shape. But, I mean, Cassidy is a good coach. so. Uh, Well, second the coaching news. This is the headline I wanted to show you. Barry Trotz, or a Winnipeg brewery, has offered Barry Trotz free beer for life if he coaches Winnipeg. Damn, that's good. (laughs) That's good. Free beer for life if he coaches the Winnipeg Jets. Surely, without the money,
1: you take that deal, right? Like, okay, what beer are we talking here? Are we talking
0: like. I'm assuming it's like some sort of IPA. IPA? Yeah, okay, then, yeah. If maybe, it's a brewery, maybe not. If it's a brewery, like, usually it's not like. Yeah, it's not yeah. domestic. Yeah. and But you gotta live in Winnipeg. Yeah. <sighs> it is called <laughs> Winter Pig for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Just high That's crime tough. rate and cold. Yeah. But, I mean. The hockey atmosphere is fun, but it's Winnipeg. Football atmosphere is pretty good too. Yeah, it's. I mean,
1: Winnipeg are the back-to-back defending uh, Grey Cup champs. Yeah,
0: shouts out to them. Yeah, it's just Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I'd I'd personally go coach in Dallas because no state tax, and Dallas is a sick city. Yeah, and you got a franchise player locked up, Mm -hmm. and a franchise demon locked up and heiskanen and jason robertson and then a great goalie yeah yeah so i'd go dallas if i was offered that but i mean free beer for life isn't a bad deal either. yeah but it's ipa yeah it's ipa if he likes ipas though yeah okay if he likes
1: ipas then it's probably the gig for him but if not probably go with the cheaper
0: economy with dallas Yeah. yeah yeah um besser speaking of money is to receive qualifying offers from the Canucks due to reports. he's expe- His qualifying offer would be $7.5 million. Pretty pricey, more than I'm willing to pay Besser, but if it's on a one-year deal and then you can renegotiate, I understand that. But, I mean, I, I think it's a bit more than I'm willing to pay for Besser, but also it's a player that like you don't want to just let him walk. You'd rather trade kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But who knows? He had a lot on his mind because... His dad, unfortunately, passed away and was dealing with illness all season last year, and that can really affect a player's play if his mind isn't in the right place. Oh, definitely. And he's still been kind of recovering from injuries. So hopefully he has a bounce back year. I think he had about 46 to 48 points in 76 games last year. so Not bad. Not bad, but hopefully he can um, step up his play a bit. But, yeah. He's expected to receive his qualifying offer, so we'll see how that goes. Is there such thing as franchise tags in the NHL? Mm, Bridge deals, at most. It's not really really a franchise tag, no. Damn. Yeah. I think it's more like qualifying offer would be a franchise tag. Like, kind of like a fifth-year option. Okay, fair enough. As a qualifying offer. Because if we don't sign him to his qualifying offer, he can walk as a UFA. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, and it has to be at least one year, and at least the previous year's salary, which was seven and a half million dollars. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how about we'll talk about some uh, Rangers bolts because the Stanley Cup final is set, but Rangers bolts games five and six. Um, so we were technically all wrong last week. Yeah, <laughs>
1: we all did say lightning and seven. <laughs> and they decided to win in 6. And I'm
0: pretty sure Ian said that. No, we all said Lightning no, and 7. No, we? Ian said since we all said the same thing we're all going to be wrong and we were wrong.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I said since we said uh Lightning and 7, I said it was going to be Rangers and 6 as a joke.
0: But did Ian say that it was going to be Lightning and 6? No, no. Ian the... didn't say Lightning in six. He just said, since we all said Lightning in seven, we're all probably going to be wrong <sighs> because we all said the same thing. I know I made the joke about it being Rangers in six. Yeah, but... Regardless. Um. Let's see. What was the score in game five?
1: Five. That was the three-one, right? When they scored with like a minute left.
0: Was it f- the 42nd? Yeah
1: they scored with like it was one it was 1-1 one, one, and then they scored with like a um 40 seconds to a minute left and then they put in an empty netter.
0: Okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah.
1: And then game 6, it was more or less the same. 3-2, I think or something like that.
0: But yeah, man. Tampa Bay is off to its third straight Stanley Cup final. That's
1: insanity. That is insane.
0: But I mean, Rangers had them on the ropes. And they just couldn't get the deal done. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, almost a reverse sweep, too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Kind of insane. I mean, like, what do you, like, say as the uh, Gerard Gallant after losing four straight? Is it just, like, what would you say to your team if, like, that were the case?
1: Man, that's tough, especially after going and winning two straight.
0: You know. Yeah, and then having them on the ropes in game three. Yeah,
1: and not closing it out. Yeah, no, that's that's tough. But I think that's just the the no experience factor. That's maybe like, oh my god, like we have won two games. It's two more games to go, and what are the what are the Stanley Cup? You know what I mean? Where it's like Tampa is like, oh, wow, we're down two games. Yeah, We know we can win. We know we have a deeper roster. We know we have a more veteran roster. And we're basically playing with house money. We got the best goalie in the league. Or if not in the league, in the league during playoffs. Because Vasilevsky is absolutely insane when it comes to just winning games when it matters the most. And that's exactly what he did. He fucking, he he was the team, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing got in, you know, after the game. Well, obviously he let in goals, but like,
0: he stopped whatever he needed to stop. Exactly. And you know how, uh, when Atlanta and New England played in the Super Bowl, they have a the scoreboard of when it started going to shit. Mm-hmm. That same thing is going around for the Rangers. It was like, two nothing Rangers with nine minutes to play in the second Tampa Bay power play. And then that's when Tampa Bay scored and then just started going on a tear and Vasilevsky yep. started playing like the best goalie in the world. Like he is. Yep. But if like, if you're the Rangers, this was a successful year. Like, yes, you could have won, but you made it farther than anyone had expect, like expected for you. Mm-hmm. Like you were, like, a lot of people had you out like losing to Pittsburgh. Then like, majority of you probably had like had you losing to Carolina because yep. Carolina was a good playoff team and you took them to seven and beat them in their own barn. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people didn't give you a chance. No. Versus Tampa Bay. Nope, and, not at all. And you went up two nothing against them and almost had a bunch of people like are Rangers actually the real deal. So. No, like, I give Rangers full props, but I do want to talk about one thing. Did you notice the sucker punch?
1: Yeah, I was just about to say, I feel like it's almost, like, karma in a way. And I, I've heard about the unclassness of Rangers fans the same way you hear the unclassness of, like, Boston Celtics fans. Yeah. And, yeah, that video, man, I saw that video, and Buddy got laid the fuck out and that guy is such a bitch and pussy for hitting him and then running away yeah running away and that
0: guy literally was not moving at all no he was out cold
1: and rangers fans are like coming up to him and be like yo are you okay yeah
0: like they were making sure he was good yeah and you
1: know luckily uh i heard that he didn't get any medical uh help so it seemed like he was fine but it's just like how do you get that like i get that mad when you know my favorite team loses a, a big game but i don't fucking punch someone no. because of my anger like like it's insane just of what can go through someone's mind when it's like oh i have no like my presence at this game means absolutely nothing but i feel like it does so i'm gonna go out and hit someone
2: yeah
0: like he got he got arrested yep he went to court
1: yep in the rain shirt,
0: that is so such a gutless move, and such like a sad and depressed thing to do. Like, what kind of sick person does that? Like, you literally could have killed that person.
1: Yeah, he could have had serious head trauma. Falling ser- on the ground.
0: Serious head trauma. He could have fall slammed his head on the cement. He could have legit died because he just was not expecting it. Yeah, and like, he was still going through him after contact like he messed this guy up and it was like it was churning my stomach watching that because i'm like i can't imagine me taking that punch no like you could have got like he could have got facial facial structure damage yep. like broken broken orbitals, Yeah, like he could have broken an orbital orbital yeah. chipped tooth jaw like a lot ha- yeah a lot could have happened to that guy and Man, I'm, I'm. He got banned for life from MSG. Yeah, like that was deservingly so. He should, he should lose his job. Like shit should happen to this guy because that is criminal what he did. No, it is. And I'm happy he. I hope he gets the worst of the worst because, like, you could have killed him, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's just such a way too over the top mo- thing Reaction. to do, and it was you win with class lose with class and the fact that it doesn't matter how much a guy is chirping because i don't think he was saying a lot I don't he even was, think he was like i think he was really... basically just taunting but he wasn't saying anything that deserved that like yeah. yes if you're saying stuff about my family if it was racist if it was whatever then like defend maybe yourself de- but maybe deservingly so yeah ser- but if you if he was just basically shit-talking the Rangers in general and saying, like... Because Tampa Bay won an MSG. Yeah. So that's what was happening. It was after game five. And there in no way was that deserved. No, not at all. If you're going to fight someone, you go head-to-head, toe-to-toe, and you say, let's fight. You don't just punch a guy in the face. Out of nowhere. So... Yeah. I'm, I'm happy Tampa won after that. Like, that was... And I'm not. We're not saying all Rangers fans are like that because that's not true. No. Because Rangers did come to the aid of that guy and was helping and was some of them. I think did restrain the guy that tried to run away. And then he, apparently he punched him too, like the
1: guy that ran away punched another guy that tried to like hold the uh, defendant. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous! Like that no, guy's. It's, is... it's actually insane. Yeah. So that guy should rot wherever because that was gutless. But. Tampa then goes on to win game six, and they were just – they were playing well. Like, I mean, they were kind of being outplayed by New York in, like, the first period, like, holding Tampa to, like, three shots. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Tampa then was just, yeah, let's go to work. Yeah, exactly. Like, Stamkos, man, this guy is Captain Clutch. I'm so – fucking happy for this guy he's one of my favorite players ever i love this guy him and patrick Kane have been my favorite players growing up and i'm so happy that like he's had so much shit to deal with like he couldn't go to the olympics because he snapped his leg mm-hmm. he just had health problems at the wrong time like 2018 he couldn't go 2022 they couldn't go
1: yep he's and, just gone through a lot of shit without yeah, playing for team canada and yeah. now it's like you know what well I'm going to go try and win back-to-back-to-back Cups. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: in the Dallas series, he couldn't play due to health. Mm -hmm. Like, he was hurt. Came in for one game, sniped, and then he had to leave the game. The next series, he wins. And then this one, he just, elimination game, comes up, scores. Rangers tie it. 20 seconds later, who scores again? Stamkos. Was the goal, like, weird? Yes. Very yeah, I but, was I was about to ask something about that too, but yeah, yeah. finish on. But I mean, like we're like we can talk about it, so like you can ask your question and like go. Oh.
1: Did you notice that? Uh, Igor let in very very soft goals all these playoffs. Yeah, like very soft goals, and you see him make. You know, sliding across the the paint sli- yeah. uh, saves. You know, going fucking like side yeah. to side, yeah. saving everything, and then he gets like a little backhand, little like that one from... from the point, and it just yeah,
0: it. yeah. It's like how it's almost it's almost like
1: you're two in the zone to really like, or it's like getting a, it's like getting a slow pitch in fastball.
0: Yeah. well like goalies have said that like sometimes they struggle with the slower shots because they they're expecting it to be faster yeah
1: yeah and i just but it's like it baffles me because you are like one of the best goalies right now he's the best
0: goalie in the world this year yeah this
1: year yeah exactly but like i don't really see you know vasilevsky doing that you know what i mean like, yeah. when Vasilevsky lets in a goal, it's well-determined that it was going to be a goal. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Igor, he'll make, like, amazing saves. And then, yeah, he'll just let in, like, that top-of-the-point shot of uh, Stamkos. Yeah. And it's like, there was no one even screening him.
0: Yeah. I was, <laughs> I'm was. wondering if he was, like, kind of saw that Vasilevsky started turning on, if he got a little bit rattled. Could
1: have, especially after what, yeah. you know, he said uh, about... He's still, the, he's still
0: the best goalie in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That may have gotten to him. Could have. May have started overthinking it a bit. But, no, but Stamkos then comes screaming down, shoots it. So, Sturkin looks like he has it in his glove, but then it just falls out somehow. Yeah. As Stamkos is passing by, and it just goes right off. Stamkos it goes, sticking yeah. in. And then and he, he almost tried to say like, "Oh, like he kicked it in. He kicked it in." And or it's like, like just goaltender interference. Like I think he was saying like he hit it. Oh, out was of it my goaltender? Glove. Oh, yeah. okay. But I thought he was like saying like he kicked it in. No, but like if you look at the replay, the puck just jumps, just falls out. Just falls out, and he hits the puck in, and then slides by and hits his glove. Mm-hmm. So it was almost way too bang bang for it to be preventable. Yeah. And Stamkos didn't. It didn't go off his glove. It went off his stick. Yeah, nothing happened. It was totally clean. And what, like, was. I was watching that live, and it was just crazy watching it because Stamkos was screaming in, like, full, put his head down, saw that a two on one could happen, beat the demon. Kucherov gives this nice little sauce nice right little to the area. And then Stamkos scored, and you know how some players, like, don't show too much emotion. Oh yeah! When they score, mm-hmm. when this guy scored, you showed I, as I, much I, emotion as anyone. I'm could. not like a Tampa fan, but like yo, I've chills went through my body. I'm like, I'm just like picturing myself like score that, like scoring that. Oh yeah! And like, it's almost like you like if you're, uh, um, who was the tight end on Green Bay that caught the hail mary uh, against. Detroit. oh
1: oh richard rogers yeah like imagine yeah.
0: being him and just
1: yeah like going up there and picking it and out you of the sky. know you
0: caught it clean yeah and you're just like you're chills. waiting for the eruption of the crowd yeah. Yeah. like just imagine just like feeling that or like uh hunter renfro in the national championship clemson versus alabama running that yep. nasty route and like just like that catch just the ro- like, those feelings are the shit you or, chase.
1: Or, like, uh, like, Chris Olave, like, two years ago, getting that pass from Justin Fields yeah. in in the uh, national championship as well. Like, just beating his man. Or,
0: or Devontae Smith from Tua. Yeah, in exactly. You know, there's so many just yeah. moments where you're like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. And it, that was me. Yeah, even the same <laughs> playoffs against Tampa when Matthew scored off the rebound. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And he, one of the best sellers I've ever seen, I'm like, scoring that would be unbelievable one of of the
1: toughest or like the hardest or coldest sellies i saw this year uh it was a toronto player i can't remember exactly who but it was like he scored a goal but then it was waved off for like a bullshit reason yeah and then he came back i don't know how long after and scored a goal and then at the same time like there's the video of him doing it with the ref uh, that was cold. that was Matthews. Oh, that was yeah. Matthews? Yeah, because
0: I think Marner or Nylander scored, but it got called back for a bullshit reason. Oh, I thought it was and the then, same person. Oh. It, it might have been Matthews, but I'm pretty sure it was someone different. And then when Matthews scored, because it shouldn't have been called back. I, was, mm-hmm. I watched the replay. And then he scored, and he just and he did. He like, points. yeah, dude, that was fucking sick. Didn't break sick. Strider at all. Like, no, his body. You know, when like you score and you kind of like lose balance or whatever, mm-hmm. and same he momentum, kept he just kept it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that, that was sick. That was no, a good. One. Th- those are like the ice
1: cold moments yeah. where you're like, where you're not even like a fan of that team, but you're like, damn, that was fucking sick. Yeah, like yeah. The,
0: I'm like I saw that against Tampa this year. I saw, I was cheering for Tampa. Wanted Tampa to win. But when Matthew scored that, I was like, Yeah, that was fire. Yeah. Like that was fire. Yeah. Like that like that that was that was a cold selly. But Tampa, Colorado. This um this series is filled with a ton of star power. You got the heavy, fast um forward group of uh Colorado with McKinnon, Rantanen, uh, if Kadri plays Kadri, but I don't know how much he'll actually be an asset. But you got like the bottoms, the fast, heavy bottom six of Colorado as well. You got their unbelievable D line of uh, McCarr and Taves. And then you got Bowen Byram. It's where their goaltending is. Frank is and Kemper, which is kind of iffy. But then Tampa, they're back to back defending champs. You got Kucherov, Stamkos. Point is probable to play. Game one. At least game two. Yep. Game one they said that um John Cooper said like he'll see how he's feeling in the morning, but there's a good chance he plays but be really like anticipate deeply for a game two. So hmm You know, at least be playing that. And then you obviously know they're heavy D men and Bagojin, Headman, Jan Ruda, you got Chernak, you got Sergeyev. like they're just a heavy decor. Yeah. And then you got their offense. Point, Kucherov, Stamkos, Palat, Kalorn. Like they're defending champs for a reason. Yeah. And then you got Vassi. The greatest goalie in the world right now. And one that can stop him anyway he wants. So going into this finals, man, what are you looking forward to?
1: <laughs> I think it's like. Instead of what are you looking forward to? Because I think everyone's looking forward to just goals, big hits, and big plays. Yeah, that's what everyone's looking forward to. It's like almost at a point where it's what are you, what are you not hoping for? Yeah, you know. And I'm not hoping for a series without Cadre. I'm not hoping for a series without Point. I'm not hoping for a series that has any sort of injuries. You know, like I want. I want this to be, like, a best-on-best best sort of situation, and, you know, if we can't get points uh, for game one, uh, for game two, possibly, and same thing with Kadri if you can't get Kadri for, you know, any certain amount of games, then people are going to start making the excuse, you know, where it's like, oh, well, we didn't have Qadri, yeah, you know, or, oh, we didn't have point for this game, so and- we could have won this game, but it's like, no, like that's not a reason your your team is the best team because you have depth, and yeah. I know Tampa and Colorado have depth, so that's what's gonna make this crazy so it's gonna be like I could see this going to seven and then not any one of the stars scoring the game winning goal
2: yeah 100%. you know it's gonna be like
1: a it's gonna be like a role player yeah you know or it's gonna be some fucking wicked shot from the uh the point you know. Or the blue line, sorry, not the point. The, the blue line. And it's going to be some sort of screen. Yeah, it's going to yeah. come down to something like that.
0: I feel well, like. you got Arturi Aleknin in Colorado who has sent his team to the Stanley Cup Finals for two years in a row.
1: To versus Tampa.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's, like, those type of players that you need on your team to provide, right? It's not like your top players aren't providing, but when your bottom six is providing as well, it's like... It feeds. Damn. But I'm with you. Like, I want... I'm not, we're not gonna get it, but I want a series where both teams are at full health, mm-hmm. because I want even with Colorado, Darcy Camper is still struggling with that eye he got with that yep, stick he with got that in the eye in eye. the first series, and he's still kind of having problems with that. And if it's gonna be Tampa Bay versus Pavel Francouz, it's like, who's yeah like Colorado's is good, but like. It's Vasy versus Fancu's. Like, yeah, and immediately it's gonna be, you would take Vasy ten yeah, times out of ten. It's gonna be a fabricated series, and it's like, like, should Tampa have? One? It's like that. It's that, what if thing, right? Exactly. So yes, I really want the series to be fully healthy, but it's not gonna happen. But um, with Vasilevsky being the great wall he is, and Tampa being the heavy decor what does colorado have to do to win like how do you think they can get through vasilevsky
1: the same the same way as always is just have pressure stay in theirs zo- or in their end it's don't let them have those uh those two-on-ones by you know goof ups that shouldn't happen like yeah a pass back to the blue line and you mishandle the puck and then immediately Stamkos and Kucherov are right there to yeah. just take it. Like, that's going to be... That's that's a lot of how Tampa scores, I feel like, just on misplays, and they'll pay it, make you pay for it, you know? Yeah. So, Colorado needs to stick in there or in Tampa's zone and keep it there. Yeah. Because, yeah, even with Kemper, like, I remember at the start where it was like... <laughs> He, he at the Colorado Avalanche was so good, they applied so much pressure, and then Kemper gets like three shots on him and lets in like two goals, yeah, or whatever it was. And it's just kind of funny to think about it, and uh, yeah. So yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. I think for Colorado to win, they I think they got to get traffic in front. Yep. And because. Colorado D men do have the shots to get through. Like Car yeah. snapshot is so quick and so accurate. If you get traffic through, you gotta prevent Vasilevsky. you have to make it hard for Vasilevsky to make a save. And he's gonna he's gonna save everything that he sees. So you have to make it tough for him and you gotta get out of your zone like as efficient as possible. You can't Can't have... be pussing a foot around. Yeah, exactly. You can't be weak. Uh, shots off the boards or, like, weak dump-outs or weak passes, mis and passes. Like, you can't have that against this Tampa team because they can counterattack, like, the best of the best. Oh, yeah. Right? So you got to try and be efficient in your defensive zone and you can't just have any turnovers in there because they have the skill power to win this series. They're, In my opinion, they were the best team in the league this year. And, like, I just... They have what it takes to win the cup. They were 2-0 against Tampa in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But, like, but, Tam- regular but season ta- does not matter. But Tampa was 0-1-1. So, like, one of the games went to overtime. And Rangers were 3-0 against Tampa in the regular season. They lost four straight. So, yeah. like, Colorado just has to capitalize on their chances. They need scoring from Ranton, and he has, like, two or three goals this playoffs and one of them was an empty netter. Like he needs to score and with Kadri out they just need their bottom six to capitalize on all cylinders. It's just like a lot of stuff needs to go right, but same as well for Tampa. So
1: Yeah, no exactly.
0: So I'll ask the same thing. What does Tampa need to do? <laughs> Tampa just needs to play their game. You know, they need to just
1: keep doing what they've been doing this whole playoffs and that's just being being the underdog. But not actually even being the underdog, you know. They're they're the team that has got back here three years in a row. Yeah. Why are they the underdog? You it's know, insane. like
0: with the and they have the better goaltending
2: too. Exactly.
0: It's crazy right? to me that they're like they're plus like one sixty. It's,
1: it's just because that a they didn't have as many wins as Colorado. Oh, congratulations! Colorado was in the West. You know, no one even or not even. Four or five teams cracked a hundred points.
0: Yeah, but like. Whereas every playoff team in the East cracked a hundred. Yeah,
1: exactly, and the fall off from eight to nine was huge. Yeah. So, uh, Tampa is the battle tested team. They are the, they're like the, they're like the safe meal, you know that you have at like a restaurant. They're the chicken tenders and fries. They're the chicken <laughs> tenders and fries at every restaurant. You can't go wrong with tendies and fries. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's going to savor, you know, your, your, uh, not thirst, savor your hunger. There you go. Thank (laughs) you. I was trying to think of a different word, uh, or even just any word at that point. But yeah, no, they're, they're going to be, well, I don't want to give a prediction just yet, but yeah, I think Tampa just needs to do what they've been doing all this playoffs in the last three years. And that's just be them.
0: Yeah. What uh? I think they just need to try to knock McKinnon off his game. Like McKinnon's gonna be hungry. Mm-hmm. They call him the dog for the reason he's dog on a bone. He wants this cup because you never know when you're gonna get back, and so they just kind of need to almost be a pest against McKinnon, mm-hmm. and they just need uh, depth scoring because. Colorado's bottom six is much better and they just need to kind of not try to do too much, but they also need to just capitalize on their chances and get traffic in front of their net as well because their goaltending is not as good. Yeah. and that's They have a huge advantage in that and if they score at least three in every game, they which have they can, like a... which they can easily, like, they are. They have a good chance of winning this because there's not a ton of chances where Vasilevsky is going to let in four or more. Yeah, I say so, if
1: if Tampa scores three goals, there's a seventy percent chance that they're winning. Yeah, maybe so, even higher.
0: Yeah. So, uh, they need their top line to play well. They need to capitalize on their special teams, but yeah, it's going to be a very interesting series. Cal, like Nathan McKinnon is the X factor because we know Kael McCarr is going to play his best. He's played unbelievable in his playoffs, but McKinnon and Rantanen need to be the star players they are because if they are that and they're producing, then Colorado's going to be a tough team to beat. 100%. So uh, you want to do our predictions? Yeah, sure. You go first. Oh,
1: me first? Okay. Uh, Tampa and six.
0: Tampa and six. I am in, I am in such a tough spot right now because my heart's with Colorado, but I just keep going back to the goaltending. With that's Vas-
1: that's the last thing that I was looking at it too.
0: And it's just like Vasilevsky.
1: anyone playing for Colorado? <laughs> Camper,
0: Francoos. A, they beat a team in six games with Shostak, who's up for the heart? Mm-hmm. And that's just like.
1: No, exactly.
0: It's so, oh, man.
1: And but that's the thing too. And and you think, you know, Edmonton, or Ed Edmonton, Colorado. They beat Edmonton. They beat St. Louis. They beat who did they play in the first round?
0: Um, Nashville.
1: Nashville. Yeah. They, so they swept two teams.
0: But <laughs> two teams with, like, eh, goaltending. Exactly. They haven't played anything close to Vasilevsky. Exactly. They but, haven't
1: played anything close to Vasilevsky.
0: But they, like, did what they should have done. They swept them. Exactly. So it's but like,
1: they, they don't have that, that good goaltending that you'd expect.
0: Like, Kemper is a very good goalie, but he's not vasilevsky and he has had trouble staying healthy but to make the podcast interesting <laughs> i'll say colorado in seven all right but it's like it's going at least six games and i could see any yeah. team winning this like oh, it's yeah. like this is one of the best stanley cup finals we've had I don't want to overhype it before it happens because I don't want it to be like a Mayweather Pacquiao type of thing where it's like greatest boxing match in history and then it's like an yep. ultimate dud. Like, But it's hard not to say that this Stanley Cup Finals is going to be unbelievable and live up mm-hmm. to everyone's expectations. No, 100%. So I, I'll i go with Colorado in seven because any team can win this. It's yep. going to be such a good playoffs. And like, yeah, I can see any team coming out of this. I can see Tampa in six, 100%. Like, yeah. I can totally see that, but... Like I think Colorado, if they can get like a six two game or like a four, like get up two nothing against Tampa, I could see them holding that. Where the Rangers, I could see them blowing it yeah, with them the experience. Yeah. Colorado, I just think Nathan McKinnon, he is not going to let them lose this series. Like I think he's is in that mentality where he's like, I'm, I'm so He'll close. He'll put his body on the I'm line for any not shot. Not letting this slip away from me.
1: Yeah. No. Definitely.
0: Because he plays with that pest, that pissed off mentality. Mm-hmm. And even if Kodri needs to get shot up with some numbing thing, he's like, if I can just be on power play and be like net front where I don't have to put. Like don't have a to snipe do any too real much, thing, but yeah, just tip it in. Yeah. Or yeah. like just pass, like be a facilitator kind of thing, mm-hmm. he can still be effective. Oh, 100%. But, so I just think Nathan, like Caleb McCarr is so special. No one's on the same planet as him. And Nathan McCam, just, I just don't think he's going to let them lose. I'll go Colorado 7. Okay. So,
1: podcast is interesting now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you want to do a bet?
1: <laughs> you sound so sure about or unsure about that, but yeah, I'm down for a bet.
0: All right. So would you just want to do straight up? I got Colorado. And then yeah. a, a bonus beer, if you guess the right amount of games. So if it's Tampa and seven, if it's Tampa and ten, seven, yeah, then nothing. Then you just win ten. Yeah. But if it's oh, Tampa, or what
1: about like? How about well, let's just do like a six pack then? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's being shaked on right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, if it's
1: Tampa and six, then twelve pack. If it's Colorado and seven, pack. sure. Eight pack. If, if, we, if he gets the right eight.
0: amount of games, or two whatever. extra beers. Yeah.
1: Okay. But Sounds a
0: six-pack if you just guess the winner. Yeah, okay. Cool. I like that. All right. We'll talk a little NBA finals. Uh, Golden State win, wins game four and five. <laughs> so, Hayden, your prediction from a couple episode, episodes spicy. ago is spicy right now. I guess Celtics <laughs> in seven, which is still possible here. But, I mean, Golden State in six, you had. Feeling good about it? Yo. Okay. Like. <laughs> By the way. You might, if you watched game four, I was in a bar in a Soyuz, so I didn't catch much of it.
1: I didn't really catch much of game four either. It was more or less of what I caught of game five. Yeah. And what I caught of game five was absolutely fucking insane. Curry didn't hit a three. Yeah. And they still won. (laughs) Like, when I said that, you know, they have these role players, Jordan Poole was on. Andrew Wiggins was on Draymond scored more than two points <laughs> like, and Draymond looked like fucking good yeah. that, um, Sunday night too. And that was a scary thing. It wasn't the fact that it, obviously we can see that he's scared to shoot threes and we can see that he's scared to shoot anything. There was that one play where he had the ball right underneath the rim and he just quickly passed it out to Wiggins. Wiggins unfortunately missed the three, but Draymond is being a facilitator. He's being heavy and hard on D, and like it's just absolutely insane the game that Wiggins had because he was hitting like everything. He hit like a fucking hook shot.
0: Oh yeah, Dude. from unbelievable. <laughs>
1: yeah, from like eight feet yeah, out, and Korean. it was like what like you have that in your tool bag too and the the moment that i knew that golden state was gonna win was when clay fucking passed such a pretty pass to wiggins and
0: wiggins dunked that shit like oh yeah I was... I was watching the same thing like he had the ball and he was getting like almost he was getting a screen set for him mm-hmm. and he just exploded he was standing outside a three-pointer yep he just exploded i'm like do it, please do yeah, it. Yeah, and, and he, he just fucking crammed it. He's crammed that and I'm like Yeah, go and say something.
1: They're not okay. losing yeah. that game, yeah. Like no. and they were
0: playing extremely good defense against Tatum. They were Yep. Like Wiggins was clamping him up. And yeah, there was a few times where Tatum got some space behind a three and he splashed. Oh yeah. But Wiggins was when he was playing defense against Tatum, like he was he was getting close really well. Like he was playing like, outstanding, mm-hmm. and they were double-teaming them, like, they were just getting up and personal with them, where, like, they just weren't giving them any room to maneuver, and that's exactly what they got to do to beat this team, because they're young, and, like, you just got to play bully ball with them, like, you've been here before, and you just got to do what you've been doing, and, the th- like, it's just crazy that, like you said, like, alluded to earlier, didn't hit a three, and they still won by, like, ten, yeah. and... Or, like, was it 20 or something? Like, I can't remember what the score was. Was it 107 to 97? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. But it was, like, in that realm. But yeah, Clay Clay Thompson missed some open threes. Like, there was a lot of shots that were missed that should have been hit by Golden State. Whereas, like, Boston, they were missing some shots where, like... 107 97, yeah. Yeah, I thought I, thought I saw 7 to 7. So, but, like... Especially in the fourth quarter, like Golden State was just playing really good defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier in the game, like Boston just missed some shots. They when were they 0 hit. for 12 on yeah. three pointers. I mean, their third quarter, or like the first half of the fourth, they hit like eight three pointers eight in, in a row. row. Yeah. Like they were, they were <laughs> striping it, but then the last half of the fourth, like Golden State just clamped them up and they were just yep. not letting them do anything. So, I mean, Golden State going into Boston. Yeah. No. Yeah, Golden yeah. State's going into yeah, cause Boston. because they, they had home court. Yeah. So they have a chance to win it on Boston's court. How do you see game, uh, uh, game six
1: going? I don't think it's going to go into overtime. Um, this is where Curry finally sets in his MVP, and he goes off in the fourth. Like I say Boston will be up pretty convincingly, like, maybe 8 or 10 points to go into the 4th. And Golden State's going to win, like, 118 to 112.
0: So you think Golden State's winning it?
1: Yeah. I have to stay with my prediction, man. Yeah. I like It's gotten me this far. So, yeah, 118 to 112 Thursday night.
0: I can't see Golden State losing two in a row. So I'm going... I don't think Golden State's going to lose two in a row. Oh, okay, okay, okay. As my prediction says. Like I said, Celtics in seven. Yeah. But I just, I don't really see that happening. I just think that Golden State's experience is going to play too much into account right now. Mm -hmm. Whereas Boston, yes, they're pros. But I think Golden State's winning it in six or seven, obviously. But I don't think Celtics are going to, if they win. At home, I don't think Golden State's gonna let Boston come in to their yeah and to win, their... and win in San Francisco. So, but I th- I agree. I think I think Golden State wins in seven. Like I think Boston wins against the ropes. Like I think Tatum and Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna have unreal games with good defensive performance by Robert Williams, and I think they're gonna win by like eight to ten points. Like I think they're gonna like maybe a 112 to 102 type thing. Okay. And then I think Golden State wins in seven. Wins at home, yeah, in seven. Okay. So it, like I, yeah, I just I think Golden State wins. They they cap it off, but man, like Steph Curry not hitting a three and they still win. <laughs> yeah. It's just Like if you think it's crazy. And if he was missing some like wide, wide open. open shots. It wide was, open. An, and he was crazy. short short on a lot of and, them. And I was listening to Overdrive because I was kind of backed up on some episodes so I listened to the Friday episodes Mm -hmm. like the Friday episode and Brian Hayes the host he was like he was putting in a parlay and uh, he does like uh, best bets every night and he was like Steph Curry over three and a half threes. Basically, if Steph's alive and breathing, he's hitting over three and a half threes. <laughs> and, he, and he didn't hit a single three that night. So <laughs> me knowing he missed every shot, mm-hmm. and then like hearing, every that three he... and hearing that, like that was his mind Funny going into it. And honestly, him. who wouldn't say that though? Like yeah. you're always expecting Steph to hit at least at five. At least five. Yeah. So like that three and a half threes was like felt like free money. Oh yeah, well, I guess Vegas just—they just know—they just, know. just know what they're doing. So
1: well, you think about that too. If Steph hits, if Steph hits five of those nine or ten, that's an extra fifteen points. Yeah. It's insane. Like that's that's so many possessions that led to turnovers. You know, both him and Clay missed very wide open threes, and it's like if they hit, like that was the thing. They weren't even hitting. Yeah. They weren't even hitting. They start hitting and their role players hit, Boston's not beating them. Yeah, Doesn't matter how
0: good you defend them. Boston did leave some free throws out on the floor, and they weren't hitting their shots as well. And you can't necessarily rely on their wide open misses. So, like, it's still Mm going to be, like, in that range, I think. But it's just, yeah, it's crazy that you see that. So, I still got, I think, Warriors in seven. I'm going to shift. So it's gonna if, you're, if you're a betting man, bet Boston in seven because that's probably going to happen because everything <laughs> I bet is wrong. But, no, yeah. You got any more on the NBA Finals? I'm hyped for Thursday night. Oh, we forgot to say one thing for the Stanley Cup Finals. Who do you got as Con Smythe? Oh, fuck, yeah. Conn
1: Smythe. Um, I think you got to give it to Makar,
0: right? Well, you got Tampa winning, right? Have they ever
1: given it to a losing team, though?
0: Like, once in, like, 2007. It's (laughs) It's
1: very rare. I know it's also giving, like, the MVP to, like, the losing team, yeah. It is rare, but I don't know. Something even just about the losing effort, just with how good Makar is. Plus, like, 4,000 odds for that. I say, well, it wouldn't even be plus 4,000. If I'm going with the winner... Give it to
0: Vasilevsky. Yeah, I yeah. think they don't... If there is an MVP on the winning team, MVP caliber player on the winning team, which there is, mm-hmm. regardless, they're going to give it to the winning team. Yeah, so no, that's fair. If you're... Don't never bet that the Con Smith is going you're to lose you going win. to lose team, yeah. Like, Harry Price, when Montreal went to the final, he carried that team. Absolutely to the final and he still didn't get the consmith. Yeah, no, that's so fair. take that and be like, Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, no it, it never was, happens. Yeah. yeah, no, you're so, right. You're hundred percent right. So Colorado I think Yeah, I think Kale Conn consmith. But I'm just thinking about Nathan McKinnon, like he just I just feel like he's just he's like, I'm not fucking Letting us lose, and he's just gonna set off. But I think McCar McCar has done so much these playoffs, yeah. That like, and he's still gonna have a good Stanley Cup final. He has to, so I think McCar will win it. All right, so I guess yeah, that's the end of both of them. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about some BC Lions? Let's fucking talk about some BC Lions. T. S. Off, we're in the orange. Oh, yeah, repping. <laughs> I'll just Photoshop the BC Lions The logo. BC Lions logo, yeah. Perfect.
1: The LCP. Oh, my God. So, I talked about this on the Speak Your Peace podcast. With okay, the boy Ian. so that's
0: the BC Lions talk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, we talked about it. And, you know, basically, I had pretty much all my predictions, right, going into the weekend about um, each team, you know, what I think is gonna happen out of the West a lot is uh Saskatchewan because they're a wagon winnipeg back to back winners and then b c um uh, and then the East, Hamilton and Toronto is really what I could see coming out from the East, but yeah, no i don't know if anyone caught the game saturday night if you didn't i don't blame you it's the cfl but like if you can go out to a game go out to a fucking game tickets are dirt cheap 30 bucks to go and sit in like the the high upper bowl whatever wow you can move around do whatever it's like 50 bucks to sit in the lower bowl you know what i mean it's a good game. It's it's a fun game to go and watch, especially like I wanted to so bad go out on Saturday night and I was talking to Duncan. I was like, "Dunk, yo, we like, after we go golfing, let's fucking go to the science game. 30 bucks. We'll split parking. We'll split gas. It'll be like a, an $80 night, you know, depending on whether or not we buy drinks or not and food and it'll be a good time. Yeah. And holy fuck. This guy didn't want to go. <laughs> he's like, "Say like, nah, like I'm not really feeling it, you know, whatever, yada yada." And he'd also been doing something, you know, uh, about two hours before. But One Republic played and opened. I didn't even know One Republic was like still a thing. Yeah. But they are like, I love One Republic. They're a great band. Um, and then under new ownership, there's like. There's just so much more to the game now, and it's awesome. Like, seeing a light show at the start, and when they're representing, like, their players, like they're coming out of the tunnel, it just looks so sick. It's so well done. And, yeah, the first game, in the first half alone, it was 42-6. to (laughs) Holy sh... Yeah.
0: That's insane.
1: Absolutely insane. James Butler, the running back for BC... Uh, four touchdowns in the first half. Is that good? Uh, I mean, if I had a running back that had four touchdowns on my fantasy team, I'd be fucking flying high. Yeah. And then Nathan Rourke, this kid, like no one saw the Lions doing good this year at all. And you tell me that the Lions won fifty nine to fifteen, and neither of their top two receivers had a touchdown. I tell you your fucking line you're fucking lying because insane. Brian Defend. Burnham and Lucky Whitehead are like were like two of the best receivers last year. So for them not
0: to have a game at all. Yeah. That's is, crazy. Is, is it is crazy. Yeah, yeah, you rarely see that happen. No, not at all. So if you see a score that high and your receivers don't do that, you're And like, it's the CFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, okay, hey, was there like a pick six, kick return yeah. touchdown, like that kind of thing? You kind no
1: of- no kicks, no pick sixes, no kick sixes. Nothing. That's insane. It was all Rourke, and it was all Butler. And that's how it's going to be for this whole season. Oh, and and uh, number 84, uh, Hatcher. Hatcher's also a really good wideout. But, yeah, no. If you can get out and go see a game, go see a fucking game. Because you're going to have a good time. You're going to be cheering a lot. This offense is high-flying, and this defense is ball-hawk city. They got three picks. That's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Fuck let's go <laughs> bc lions great cup winners
0: calling it right now book it book it i'm gonna cut that clip <laughs> hold that against you bc lions yeah no i'm like g- the g Roy Simon. assignment i've been following them like for a while so um yeah it's good to see them have a unreal that was a, um season opener right
1: season opener and by
0: week week two <laughs>
1: seriously <laughs> Well, since there's nine teams every team has to have a bye week like i think uh i think toronto had a bye week last week because they don't have another team to play
0: that's unreal that's yeah. unbelievable
1: but yeah no the next home they get two home games and the next one is the 25th of june and how long is your season 16 games 18 games
0: and they only have two home games
1: no, no, no. It's back-to-back home games.
0: Oh, I thought... Yeah. I was like, that's unfair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. 14 away games? <laughs> and by week, week two? Jeez. Tough. Uh, that would be tough. But, season uh, whole, season yeah. taking Yeah. 1800 bucks for two, two games? games? <laughs> that would be terrible.
1: Holy fuck. But, yeah. No, so that's the CFL talk here. Um... It's just getting into that time now where even the NFL is starting up now, and it's just, whew. Sports never sleep, man. Yeah.
0: It's going to be fun. You want to do this U.S. Open draft? Let's fucking do it. All right. You say a Siri, um, odd or even. I'll pick odd. Hey, Siri, odds or evens?
1: Oh, okay. Just do heads or tails. Heads. Hey Siri, heads or tails? It's heads.
0: Heads? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got first pick. We're each going to draft four. That five, seems like five, a good. five guys one with one Canadian. Okay. At yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. All right. So um, we'll do snake draft and we'll pick our Canadians in the fifth round, last round. Oh.
1: In the last round? Can't yeah. even do it in whatever round. Okay, yeah, you can do it whenever.
0: Okay, doesn't really matter.
1: I mean, because that's that was kind of my play. If you were gonna take, uh, who I think you're gonna take first overall.
0: Um.
1: Who? Well, you you had to say who you're gonna take first overall.
0: I have to look at the field. <laughs> that's literally what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. U.S. Open field. I mean, I feel like we gotta kind
1: of correct our wrongs from what we did at the Masters, right?
0: Okay, so I want to say one thing. Okay. So we'll do total score, but um, if, like... If
1: what, the players like, don't make the cut?
0: Yeah, like, or should you just do if um, whoever player, whoever team has the most cuts made, and if it's a tie, best score. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, Yeah, that's totally fair the masters last you had like time. four player three players cut so you had the you had a better <laughs> score than me but it's because <laughs> my team had a better like made the cut, but yeah but worse. just worse yeah no definitely. so if, well
1: what about if we just do uh winnings
0: well i'll just keep it if um just the player winnings like money wise yeah okay
1: that's a lot easier because then, you know, you total up the whole money. And if they get cut, then they don't get money. So okay. So you literally need all five players. Okay. Okay?
0: Sure. All right. You'll be doing that, though, because I don't want to. That's totally fine. All right. So, first overall pick in the U.S. Open draft. Jim Lefevre selects... I don't know. How do you not know? I'm back to back winners are tough. Who won it last year? Phil.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right.
0: So, no one drafted
1: Phil in their league.
0: <laughs> no, but like I'm thinking back to back event winners are tough. Oh, that's fair. So, then don't pick McElroy. But like he's playing good right he now. He is playing good. I'll pick. Um, is this guy playing? Call Murakawa.
1: So you're going to give me the first overall player in the world right now, huh?
0: Scotty Scheffler? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Colin. Sorry? Is that your first pick? Yeah. Chef.
1: Give me Scotty Sheffy. And then, since it's snake, uh, on the wraparound, uh, you want to sauce me some Corey Connors for my Canadian? Sure. Uh, I think I think he's easily the best Canadian golfer right now. Connors. Two. Dot. Zero I find it so funny that um, the live players are playing in this. (laughs) Yeah. I find that so weird.
0: I will pick. I have to because he might not win, but I still think he's playing too good to not. I'm going to go Rory.
1: Okay. Yeah, he could totally be in the the money.
0: Because, like he finished second at the masters he won the rbc yep so like i just think he's playing he's playing too good to not do good no that's totally fair but he it's tough to win back-to-back events so that's why and um uh, between two um no i'm not gonna pick canadian quite yet because you obviously got the best guy so i don't have to worry about
1: You're punting on Canadians.
0: (laughs) I will go with Dustin Johnson.
1: DJ. All
2: right.
1: Give me the Aussie. Cameron Smith.
0: Cameron Smith. That's who I was like deciding on the to. Bobby. Cameron Smith is so nasty.
1: He is, man. It's fucking insane. All right. And then for my wraparound pick, is this is. This is four, right? Yeah. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Give me the man himself, Mr. Live. Mr. Saudi,
0: yeah. Love full, taking lefty. Full Mickelson. <laughs> Midlife crisis, Phil.
1: Oh Jesus Christ, dude! That one picture of him on Twitter. It
0: is a tough look. Woo! It is a tough look. Okay, we got still got battery right here. All right, I kind of want to go with someone a little off the radar here. Little off the radar, but I don't know exactly. Let's see here. Should I go, Jim Furyk? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's off the radar, I'll and fart. then there's not using banks. Okay. <laughs> I'll
0: fart on him real quick about <laughs> that. Hmm. I'm gonna go. between like three guys right now. Let's see, just going through the
1: names. (laughs) Double checking. I got my last guy picked out.
0: I'm gonna go Xander Shroffley. Not bad. He's due. (laughs) (laughs) And then your last pick? Mackenzie Hughes. Nice. It was between him or uh, Hadwin, because Hadwin's been playing well as well. But I'm going to go with the better. Better Canadian? The better maple.
1: The better leaf. All right. Give me the big old fucking Webby.
0: Webb Simpson.
1: Webby Simpson. I feel like Webb Simpson is due. And you know what? He's been making cuts. Yeah. So.
0: All right. So I got Morikawa, Rory, DJ, Xander Shoffly, and Mackenzie Hughes. You got scotty Scheffler, Corey Connors, Cam Smith, Phil Mickelson, and Webb Simpson. So it's going to be interesting. US Open here, I'm excited to watch it, excited to catch some of it, excited to see the start of the Stanley Cup Finals, um, oh, yeah. see who wins the NBA Finals, because I believe it will be over by the time um, the next regular episode starts, because the next episode is going to be KBNR, which we are recording right after this, no. it's Tuesday, so KBNR just with me and Hayden on this upcoming Friday. Uh, if clips, if any clips or posts from the KBNR in this episode are lacking, it's because me and Hayden are going camping this weekend and we won't have any service to post. So we'll come up with clips throughout the week, but KBNR, it might have to wait if you don't, if you keep up with the social media and stuff. So it might kind of lack, but, um, happy birthday. Happy early birthday, Hayden. <laughs> I guess that. we can save that for KBNR because it'll yeah. be this weekend. But uh, yeah, uh, that's episode 104. I'm going to hurry this up before the Zoom recorder dies. Yeah. Are you going to the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right, we're chilling. So you can follow Hayden at Hayden underscore Barton. Hell yeah. On Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Jevin on Twitter at Jevon Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LeftSideHeavy underscore. And if you're listening to this but you want to watch it instead, head to the YouTube, LeftSideHeavy. Subscribe, like, comment, ring the bell so you never miss an upload. And on anywhere you get your podcast, leave a rating and review. It really helps grow the show. All right. I've got to go to the bathroom as well. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you on Friday for the next KBNR. Peace.
1: the right place. Do you know it? Do you know it? Did you tie yourself down? Are you losing your grace? Did you blow it? Did you lose it?